0: Welcome to One Pot at a Time. I'm David.
1: I'm Leanne.
0: And today we're talking about season one, episode nine, entitled
1: Viva Cuba. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. <laughs> I was like, wait, I gotta look back at this. One day at a time. Okay, we have a new review. Oh my god. From who? It's from
0: Claudia1318, exclamation point. She says, awesome podcast. You guys are doing an excellent job going through the show. Keep up the good work. Five stars. Oh, my God. Thank you, Claudia. Wow. That was an awesome review. <laughs> awesome review. <laughs> and so you guys should keep leaving reviews because we'll keep reading them.
1: Mm-hmm. And it helps us a lot with the, the Apple algorithm. podcast at algorithm. Yeah.
0: And so it helps us get noticed. So we really appreciate the reviews we have. And... Thank you for leaving them. And you can leave reviews, stars, without actually, um, you can rate it without leaving a review. Mm-hmm. So thanks for everyone that's rated it because we have 4.9 out of 5. Ooh. But we do have four reviews. So if you want to uh, leave a review, written mm-hmm. review, we'll read the review as well. Okay. On to the episode. <laughs>
2: one day at a time.
0: This one is called, like Leanne said earlier, Viva Cuba. And it starts,
1: (laughs) as always,
0: (laughs) when they called open. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Inside the apartment.
0: So this one starts, and everyone's kind of around the table eating breakfast, getting ready for school. Mm -hmm. And Schneider walks in with a chair, because he's like, I have a chair for me now, since we're all family sitting at the table. (laughs) So he puts the chair down. Mm Mm-hmm. And everyone gasps. The kids yell. Penelope yells. What? He He was...
1: He was wearing a... Was it chair...
0: A check about a T-shirt,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the Alvarez family just kind of loses it, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, "Do you know what he did? Do you know what mm-hmm. he
1: did?" Schneider, being Schneider, obviously he did not know <laughs> what he did. He thought he just wore a really cool hat.
0: Yeah, he thought he, he was a, a, he had an awesome beer and modeled for T-shirts. Yeah, <laughs> and so uh, the family then is obligated to tell Schneider like how he was helping Castro and how he was hurting mm-hmm. the Cuban people. And Penelope's like, it's like you walked into a Jewish home wearing a Hitler shirt. Mm-hmm. And then Alex is like, or into Taylor Swift's home wearing a Kanye shirt. And immediately he like <laughs> rips the shirt off, throws it on the ground.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, he just like apologizes. Mm-hmm. And it's then then
1: uh, just like, that's okay. She's like, kind of just like hugs him. Yeah.
0: And she's like touching his body. <laughs> yeah, And everyone is just kind of. Standing there awkwardly
1: I love the face he gives Whenever stuff like that happens Like I remember he gave The same face when um. Lori Lori Yeah he gave that same face When When Lori was all over him At that party Yeah <laughs> It's like He knows What's next <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, So from there we cut to The iconic Opening credits
1: Or as I like to call them The IOC <laughs> You cannot skip And if you skip them you're a fake fan
2: This is it (laughs)
0: <laughs> and so we start back again in the living room And it's now the evening
1: Because mm-hmm. M- Penelope is getting home from work mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And so Alex announces that he has like something to, something to say And so he's like, mm-hmm. we're doing a research project And uh, he chose Cuba to mm-hmm. do a research project on And then he acts like kind of smug about it He's like, I don't even have to do work Like This is a slam dunk, I'm Cuban yeah. <laughs> It's going to be easy mm-hmm. um, But Penelope gets mad And uh, Lydia immediately is like, You're overreacting. Uh, Papito's perfect. He's fine. You Mm -hmm. don't have to worry about him. And uh, we get to see that, like, Lydia, we get the sense that, like, she was a really strict parent. Mm -hmm. Because she was, like, she expected, like, straight A's. Mm -hmm. Um, But she's, like, way more relaxed with
1: Alex. Yeah. Like, Penelope was kind of saying that when, I guess, when they were younger. Lydia would say an A is an A, a B is an F, (laughs) C stands for China, because that's where you're going to end up going. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Um, So it's just kind of like this idea that she's kind of softening up now, and so I think that's something you see a lot in, like, grandparents, Mm -hmm. that they were really strict, and other parents are like, you were, like, so strict with me, why are you so relaxed now? Mm -hmm. Um, So that's just fun to see that here, and so that kind of paints the sense of, like, how we see Lydia being so nice to Alex, mm-hmm. uh, like, previous to this. Um, but Elena is, like, super anxious to share her news.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, she can't, she also gets upset, right? Because everyone's just, like, showing all its attention to Alex. And she's yeah. like, hello, I exist too, you know? Mm-hmm. And she finally announces that... Is it she may be a finalist or she is a finalist? For- I
0: think she's on to, like, the final round... Oh, okay. Of like
1: the application or something mm-hmm. for Voices of Tomorrow, which is like a writing program. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And so, like, it, she said, there's only like, 30 people chosen across the country.
1: Mm-hmm. Lydia thought it was a singing contest. <laughs> yeah, she thought it was like <laughs> The Voice. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and just everyone is talking about how proud they are, mm-hmm. and uh, she's like, kind of happy that like this thing came. And we get the first mention of the Alvarez Museum. Oh yeah. And I think, I don't remember where it comes up in season two, but it's definitely in season three with, like, from Schneider stuff. Mm-hmm. And so this was just, like, the first mention of it, and uh, I thought that was just
1: fun. We kind of learned that they collect teeth. Yeah. And other body parts. <laughs> yeah.
0: So Alex is like, "What? Well, let's take down the shadow box with our baby teeth. Yeah. And Lydia's like, we're saving them to make a necklace for your bride. <laughs> And then, like, they walk away, and she's like, oh, we're just scaring
1: them or something. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't true. It's was like Lydia and Penelope. They're just like, oh, my God, I think we're serious. Yeah. <laughs> um. And then we cut to the doctor's office.
0: Yeah. And Penelope is sharing, like, with everyone uh, how proud she is of Elena. Mm-hmm. And Lori is, does, like, doesn't understand journalism or news. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, like, people or Us Weekly. Mm-hmm. Um, but Scott says he always wanted to be a part of the X Games. Yeah. And he said he wanted to be a big loser. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, there was a time in my life where I wanted to luge. <laughs> <laughs> I remember writing that in like elementary school. What do you want to do? Like, I want to be a loser. <laughs> um, but I mean, that is just funny to see like more how crazy weird Scott is mm. and how dislikable he is.
1: Yeah. Still dislikable. Um, the doctor kind of, does he say his dreams?
0: There? Uh, I, I forget. He wanted, oh yeah, Dr. Berkowitz wanted to write, like, parody songs or something. Oh,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but then Penelope, like, they ask her, like, what her crazy dream is. And she's like, well, I wanted to be a doctor. And mm-hmm. everyone's kind of like, oh. And Lori's like, well, that's not a crazy dream. That's just, like, a regular dream you didn't attain. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, so they just kind of give her a look and Penelope's like, well, life took me in other directions Mm -hmm. and um, I'm proud of my kids and they're going to have even better opportunities. Mm -hmm. Um, But I thought this was really interesting because there's like this, the concept of the American dream. Mm -hmm. So it's like, uh, it's like immigrants would come to the U.S. and open a business and become rich. So Mm -hmm. that's like the American dream, Mm -hmm. but it's like changing over time until we get like I've heard it referred to as uh, el sueño americano. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no longer are immigrants coming to the U.S. to become rich. But it's like, immigrants are coming to the U.S. So that way future generations will have more opportunities. Mm -hmm. And so I thought this was a a good way to, like, explain that. Yeah. Because here we are with um, Penelope, who's already second generation. Mm -hmm. And... Now she's, like, sacrificing things for her kids to have better opportunities. hmm So it's not even, like, Lydia came here to get rich. She came here for Penelope, and Penelope's already here. Now she's doing it for her kids. Yeah. So it's just kind of, like, this delaying of, like, the American dream of the families of immigrants.
1: Yeah. I think it's different generational. Like, maybe, like, the first generation's, like, we're gonna, here to get rich. Yeah. Second generation, like you said, they're here to have, like, better opportunities for future generation. But I feel like that, like, happened... In both generations in that family. yeah.
0: Because um, before it was like, I'm doing this for me because I want to be successful. Yeah. But now it's not It's not even about success. It's just like, mm-hmm. I want more opportunities for like people down the line. Mm-hmm. Like, not for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought this was a really good like execution of that concept.
1: Yeah. And then the people in the office didn't really relate to it. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, that just sounds sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So then we get... I think we go back home, right? To the apartment. Mm,
1: Go back to the apartment. Um, We see Alex is recording Lydia talking about Cuba.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so she talks about how when she came to the U.S., uh, she, like... It took a while for her to meet back up with Berto. Mm -hmm. Because they were, like, separated once they got here. Mm -hmm. And so... How, like, when they finally met up, there was, like, an earthquake and it was their yeah. love. And, uh, Very dramatic yeah. storytelling. And Schneider is just taken by the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's, like, scolding Alex for not doing a better job of, like, documenting this. Yeah,
1: because Alex is just recording on his phone. Mm-hmm. And then Schneider kind of, like, talks him into making it into, like, a higher production. Yeah. Like, we need to hire this. We need this.
0: We need this. is like, you should be so lucky to talk to your grandparents. Like, mm-hmm. mine aren't even here anymore. And then later on, he's like, they live in Pasadena. It's so hard to get there. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, the traffic. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, But he, like, inspires Alex to, like, pursue bigger aspirations with this project. Mm-hmm. And, like, Alex is surprised that he wants to do more
1: work. Yeah. He's like, am I becoming a Lena? Yeah.
0: <laughs> and so Schneider says he'll help him film it. With yeah. equipment. He's like, I gotta go to the studio. Gotta make a quick run to Pasadena.
1: <laughs> and then Elena gets mail. Everyone's so excited. Oh yeah. What is it?
0: Well, she is reading her letter and it says that she's been selected for the writing program.
1: Dear Miss Alvarez. <laughs> Every year,
0: thousands of students apply nationwide to fill 30 prestigious spots. We are pleased to inform you. <laughs> your acceptance to the voices of tomorrow <laughs> i did it screw you harvard oh, no no she didn't mean that harvard it is our pleasure to inform you that you are this year's diversity candidate diversity candidate diversity candidate being a diverse person that's not even grammatically correct you have a unique perspective and we value your contribution to our conversation
2: What? That all sounds great. No, they're saying I only got in because I'm Cuban. An award for being Cuban? (laughs) Finally! (laughs) You should take opportunities when they come. Because when you're my age, you might regret having missed your chance. I want a spot, not a diversity spot. What happened to diversity programs are part of our national responsibility to level out a systemically uneven playing field? Well said. You said that when you were eight. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: It just feels weird. It's like tainted. I'll have to think about it. She's like, she went from being really excited about this thing to like totally being disgusted by the, even the concept of it. hmm And Penelope is kind of surprised. And yeah. it stands like in, in relation to like h- how she wanted to follow her dreams but like felt like she couldn't. hmm And here she sees, um, Elena just kind of shunning this thing that she like earned. Yeah. And so she feels kind of, she just seems like she's upset that like she's not pursuing this opportunity for growth. Mm -hmm. And she's like, you need to take opportunities when they come. Mm -hmm. And uh, Elena has even voiced support for diversity programs in the past and how important they are. Mm -hmm. But then she says like her uh, acceptance to this program is tainted. Mm -hmm. So what did you think of that scene?
1: Yeah, I did think a lot about penelope's point of view in this because like well if you have the opportunity to like go further and like reach your dreams why not take it um and then there's just that attachment where it's like oh but it's just like for a diverse they're, tr- they're just trying to reach their like racial quota mm-hmm. and that's the part where elena is like well i'm not really that valuable if they're just trying to like put numbers yeah on their quota, you know um, so I do see both sides of it.
0: I think that um, it's kind of not necessarily making a straw man argument against like diversity programs, because mm-hmm. in the end she ends up like taking it and she yeah. says she'll do it
1: after learning about Lydia's story. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but it's I don't know that there are any programs like for diversity that would say you're a diversity candidate. Yeah. I feel like a lot of times in like my experience of like having friends and things that it's more like that's how you feel than that's how they say you are. Mm
1: -hmm. Like
0: you're more like worried like are they just going to accept me because Mm -hmm. of my background or Mm -hmm. is it, um, I don't know that anyone's actually labeled a diversity candidate and told that. So it felt a little bit like they were arguing against something that's not necessarily um, 100% true in their Mm -hmm. execution of it but I think in the end that they kind of balance that with her accepting it for the right reasons Mm -hmm. which again I think is like something the show it's like threading a very fine needle that the show does
1: like do you think the plot would have been different if if it was just saying you're you're accepted and then Elena probably would have, like, gotten her head and been like, it's because this.
0: I almost think that would have been a more interesting way to approach it. hmm Because then it's more, like, like you said, it's more in her head. Yeah. Rather than being a literal manifestation of this.
1: Yeah, because then Penelope could have been arguing, like, no, it literally doesn't say anything about, like, diversity. And then Elena goes, like, no, that's because this, blah, blah. Yeah. Pulled up some stats and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think the plot would have been a bit different.
0: Yeah. It would have been different for sure. Um mm-hmm. I think it would have been a bit more true to experiences that I know mm-hmm. rather than having something that seems kind of just made up for this to like yeah. for the sake of drama. I understand why they did it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just interesting, I think, that they would even approach that.
2: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: definitely an interesting storyline, and uh, I like the way it ends. Yeah. So,
1: my favorite we... <laughs> part in this scene is like, they turn around and Lydia already has it framed, the letter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's she's like, like, Where'd it go, anyways? And you see her like creeping in the background, yeah. <laughs> like the Pink
0: Panther or something. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. That's a, a really good, like, physical comedy yeah. moment. <laughs> the way she's like tiptoeing, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh
1: my God. Okay. In the next scene, back at the doctor's office. Mm hmm. <laughs> Doctor Berkowitz comes in with his parody lyrics. <laughs> he
0: he like urgently approaches his Penelope and says, mm-hmm. like, "I need help with this." Mm-hmm. And he puts like like you said parody lyrics up on like the X-ray <laughs> viewer. Mm-hmm. And so he he has he wrote a couple songs.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Penelope,
0: I need a consult stat. What's that? Lyrics. <laughs> I was so inspired by our conversation yesterday, I started writing parody songs. Doc, there's like 20 patients waiting outside. Just tell me which one you like better. (laughs) What a ham, what a ham, what a ham, what a mighty honey glazed ham. Or... Exercising makes a strong Zumba, Zumba.
1: Wow, this it's just so hard to
2: pick. I have others. No, okay, the ham, I like the ham one. Don't do the Zumba. Please don't do that again.
1: Yeah, he was just inspired after after that great talk they mm-hmm. all had the day prior. Um, and then I guess...
0: He's like, he says it's never too late to do what you love. Right. And so, that kind of starts the fire in Penelope.
1: Mhm. She's just like, I've been thinking about like becoming a doctor. Yeah. Like, and then he's just like he gets so like fired up about that. Yeah. He's like, oh, like basically like tells her what she needs to do. Mm-hmm. She needs to take the MCAT. She takes it again because she's gonna <laughs> fail the first time. He failed like two times, right? Mhm. <laughs> and then after, and she's like, okay, she's like we're, we're taking notes. And then after she needs to get, um, her resident, her resident. Yeah. See, So it was mm-hmm. going to be
0: like study for a year mm-hmm. to take the MCAT, um, like four years of medical school, mm-hmm. then a placement of three years and like a residency for five. Yeah. And so, it's just kind of adding up all these things. And she's like, Ugh, I don't know if I want it.
1: Yeah, she's like, that's going to take up so much time. It even includes, like, you're going to be $200,000 in debt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she's like, oh, God. Um, um, <laughs> mm. mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I like that it's, again, like, talking about the show. Like, it's talking about uh, obstacles and conflicts for the family in like in, like, three main areas. It's always... Time, money, and stress. Mm-hmm. Their issues always come down to like very simple things, mm-hmm. which I think makes them all very relatable. Mm-hmm. As opposed to this, where it's just like she's not wallowing in like, oh, do I want to do it? Do I want to do it? Yeah. It's more like she's actually thinking about like, that's a lot of time. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of money. Mm-hmm. All that studying is going to be very stressful, and so it's mm-hmm. it's more just approachable, more surface, not surface level, but. Very a very clean conflict, mm-hmm. and I think that's what the show does really well. Mm-hmm. So I think we go back we go back to the apartment now. Right. And Alex is working on his project, <laughs> and here we get uh, Elena as the Chiquita banana woman. Yeah. <laughs> and we get
1: Penelope as she's
0: like a farmer.
1: A farmer.
0: She's wearing a wayabera and she's growing a fake coffee
1: beard. <laughs> yeah, she had a fake beard.
0: And so Penelope starts saying some of her lines that Alex wrote, mm-hmm. and then it's all, like, very stereotypical. Yeah. Extremely. And Elena is like, I'll do it, but I have issues with the script. Mm-hmm. And
1: Schneider's like, oh, I hate when the talent has thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> and uh, so Penelope's like, you need to relax with this diversity thing right mm-hmm. now. And then Elena's like, she's, she's just worried that people are going to make her do, like, the Scarface thing. Yeah. And so I I kind of had a problem with that. Yeah. Um cuz Elena is like she's she's worried that they're just going to make her say hey, say hello to my little friend. Yeah. And in the show it's played for laughs. Yeah. And like there's even a a break, like a an a pro, an applause break. Uh-huh. And it seems kind of counter to what the show is trying to say. Right. Where she's worried that people are just getting her because they want her to be like some like Cuban stereotype Mm -hmm. and here they are making a joke off of that Mm -hmm. it just felt it's like a split second you know yeah and so it's a tiny fraction of the show but it just felt like it's trying to have its cake and eat it too in a sense
1: maybe it's just at that moment um that was kind of like the energy of the room because like it starts off with Penelope being, like, very stereotypical. hmm you do hear, like, laughs in the back for that. Yeah. And then I think um, Elena just, like, kind of comes in with this. Yeah. And, like, kind of, like, states a stereotype. Maybe that was just, like, the energy in the room. Yeah. At that recording.
0: <laughs> I think mm-hmm. it's, it's fair to, like, say that the audience isn't always 100%, like, in tune with what the show is trying to say. Yeah. So, like, they didn't necessarily write it as a joke. Mm-hmm. Just the way it comes off in watching it, though, it's, like... Oh she's afraid that, like, people want to use her f- because she's Cuban. Yeah. And then she, like, makes the joke about it, and mm-hmm. then everyone laughs, that it just feels like, isn't that, like, not what you don't want <laughs> right. people to do? Uh-huh. Um, so that just kind of, I don't know, that just struck me as, like...
1: It's for a very split second, too, Yeah. Huh? Oh, okay.
0: And it's also, like, if you're part of the in-group mm-hmm. that would understand that reference and, like, what it means to be stereotyped Mm. it's one thing to laugh at it Mm. um but if you're like not part of the group that's being stereotyped in that joke and you're like oh man that's a funny reference yeah that it kind of reads differently i think Mm. so it's not that i personally had a problem with it but it's just the idea that people could be laughing at it for the wrong reasons right and it'd be great if like the audience was in on it but i mean we don't know for sure Mm. um but that just struck me as a little off but again, it's like a split second in an otherwise great episode.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: but at that point, Elena tells them that she was she's not accepting the admission.
1: Ooh, that makes Penelope very upset. She's a very strong reaction. Mm-hmm.
0: And it's all in real. It's all like uh, in relation to her realization mm-hmm. that like med school is going to be impossible. Mm-hmm. And here she sees Elena like effectively like wasting an opportunity, throwing mm-hmm. it away. And so, you can really see, like, the emotion come out in her. Mm-hmm. Um, but Elena does say, like, she emailed them, right?
1: Yeah, she emailed them to decline her acceptance, I guess. Yeah, so mm-hmm. she's going
0: to have to send a, an awkward email later on. <laughs> I know, I thought about that <laughs> later. I was
1: like, how is she going to send that follow-up? Like, uh, never mind, <laughs> change my mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, Penelope is very upset. And do they do they go somewhere else? Like Elena says Yeah, I think Elena kinda, think about it.
0: Yeah, like storms off maybe and Penelope mm-hmm. follows her.
1: Yeah. Cuz then Lydia comes out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dramatically from a room in a very nice dress. Um she has like the little clapper clacker Clackers, things, yeah. <laughs> She's like coming out and then um, Alex is like filming her and she starts kind of like talking about uh, her being Cuban
0: and so Alex is like coaching her through, through mm-hmm. it and like asking her questions mm-hmm. to get like reactions um but she talks about how F- Castro started like limiting their freedoms and then how she was a popular dancer but then she couldn't really keep dancing mm-hmm. and then um Alex asks her, like, to talk about the Pedro Pan program that we've heard about before in previous mm-hmm. episodes. And then she just becomes, like, really emotional, right? She has to, like, stop. Mm-hmm.
1: She has to stop. And then she kind of says, like, she's a bit tired. She mm-hmm. needs to not talk about this anymore and, like, yeah. kind of goes to her room.
0: And so Penelope follows her to see what's up. Mm-hmm. Um, but she doesn't know, like, what the reaction came from. Mm-hmm. She just sees that, like, she's having an emotional moment. And so she's like, uh, I, like, I don't know a whole lot about your immigration story, but I, I'd i like to know. And I think talking about it would help. Like, that's what I'm doing at therapy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Lydia's like, oh, no, <laughs> Like um, <help. laughs>
2: Yeah. Um
0: But she's just trying to tell Lydia to, like, talk to her about it because yeah. it be good to talk about things. Um But she basically doesn't know Lydia's whole story. Mm-hmm. Her own mother. And so she decides to, like, tell her about Blanca. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was, she was a girl, and she was holding Blanca's hand, and Penelope has, like, no idea who Blanca is. Mm-hmm. And Lydia's like, Blanca was my sister. Who, her older sister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was past the cutoff age for Pedro Pan, and she had to stay in Cuba. So Lydia had to leave her behind. And she's never shared that with anyone, that she had an older sister. Mm-hmm. And so... We learn that uh, Blanca never left Cuba mm-hmm. and that she died when Penelope was a little girl. And supposedly it was of the flu, but no one really knows for sure because mm-hmm. who knows how healthcare
2: worked.
1: Yeah.
0: And so Lydia is just like really emotional. She had never heard that, or Penelope had never heard that story. And so she's just kind of mm-hmm. hearing it for the first time. And uh, immediately they like hear the family on the other side of the curtain. Mm-hmm. and uh, they point out, like, did you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> like, It's literally just a curtain. Yeah. <laughs> and so at that point, um, Elena comes in, and she apologizes, like, for her reaction to this, like, program acceptance mm-hmm. and says that, like, she's going to pursue it
1: in mm. the end. Just got to send that email. Yeah. It's going <laughs> to be an awkward email. Or maybe a phone call. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs>
0: maybe she, like, hadn't sent it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, So they all just kind of have this moment Where they realize that their immigration story Is like much more complicated Than they thought it was Mm -hmm. Because it's always kind of been this like Fun story of like perseverance And like doing everything they want Mm -hmm. And It's just interesting Now that it's shaded with This kind of regret Mm -hmm. That we hadn't seen before What did you think of it?
1: Yeah I mean, she obviously has, like, a lot of pride being Cuban. Mm -hmm. But I feel like all that kind of, like, masks this, like, other story Mm -hmm. of, like, how she got here and how she had to leave family. And she obviously, like, doesn't really talk about that because she's very opposed to talking about her feelings. Um, So I think she just just has a lot to harbor. And I'm glad that we learned about it in this episode. Because it does, um, connect with Elena's dilemma. Mm -hmm. And I guess after, like, hearing that, Elena changes her mind.
0: I think it's interesting how, um, proud Lydia is Mm -hmm. of, like, her Cuban heritage. Mm -hmm. But it's also, like, tinged with all this, like, negativity in her life that Mm -hmm. came from it. Um, so I think that that's interesting how it's, like, uh. She's really proud to be Cuban. She's always talking about, she's like an award for being Cuban. Yeah. And all that stuff. But there's a lot of like pain associated with her time in Cuba.
1: Mm-hmm. I think we could see that in, like in our own grandparents too.
0: Yeah. The idea of just like leaving behind the things. It's like mm-hmm. the stories that we hear.
1: Yeah. Like it was very tragic. But then like, I don't know if your like parents or grandparents are just like very proud of being like, Mm-hmm. Mexican, yeah, There's just like so much pride in it. But then, like, if you do like bring up like how 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 was it coming here? It's like a very painful story. Uh huh. Um, so I guess you start to have, like, well, you like find an appreciation of like okay, like they did this for their children. Uh huh. It's mm-hmm. really interesting.
0: Um, but the episode winds down, mm-hmm. and we get the family and. Dr. Berkowitz and Schneider all watching Alex's project uh-huh. and we get like Penelope playing like a very stereotypical Cuban character and mm-hmm. she's like a hurricane,
2: hurricane. <laughs> and
0: um yeah, Alex shares his script with everyone and he has an a plus mm-hmm. and so he's like proud to put this in the Alvarez museum mm-hmm. um but then Penelope has a big announcement too <gasps>
1: she's about to say something, and then Dr. Berkowitz is like, no, do not become a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like, so bad since I encouraged <laughs> you. Yeah. She's like, I don't want to be a doctor. I want to be a nurse practitioner. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, I guess a lot less time.
0: Yeah, she said it's more classes, but not as intense. Mm-hmm. But it is, like, a commitment to, like, going back to school and stuff. hmm And so... She's still, like, pursuing her dream because she's, like, it's all the things I like about being a doctor, but with, like, none of the things I don't like about being a doctor. Mm -hmm. And she gets to have, like, a white coat, too, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's, like, her big realization, which I think everyone kind of comes to at the end. Mm -hmm. And so I really like this episode for kind of playing into all those and have them bounce off each other and come to their own realizations Mm -hmm. based off each other's experiences. Mm -hmm. I think that's... A really strong aspect of this episode.
1: Mm-hmm. I like this episode a lot. It, it was really good. Mm-hmm. Was it one of your favorites?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Only because I know what the next episode is. <laughs> um, this episode was really good, though. I mm-hmm. don't know if it was one of my favorites. It
1: was a strong one, definitely. Yeah,
0: it's definitely, like, very strong. Mm-hmm. Strong
1: to quite strong. <laughs> <laughs> one day at a time. That
0: does it for this episode.
1: You can follow us at one pot at a time on Instagram. Yes, we yes. do have an Instagram. Yes. That uh. We're,
0: we're, okay, we're gonna post on it today.
1: <laughs> yeah. We kind of forgot we had one, but we're we promise we're gonna post regularly on it.
0: We're gonna be way more active. Mhm. And uh, follow us on Twitter too. Twitter,
1: we're very active on Twitter. We're very
0: active on Twitter. One pot at a time mm-hmm. and. I don't know if he listens, but I feel like we got to give a shout out to <laughs> to the goat Mike Royce.
1: Hi, Mike Royce. He's Thanks. been
0: liking our tweets.
1: Yeah, and retweeting too. Yeah. Um, I was just like kind of losing it the the other day. He retweeted the one where I'm like, "Uh, yeah, we have an Instagram," and I like kind of I put my name in there, and I'm like, Mike Royce retweeted my name. I'm like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, but it's yeah. it's
0: really cool to see that like. Uh, engagement from the creators of the show.
1: Mm-hmm. Also, the actors we see like Todd. Yeah,
0: and you know, a lot. Yeah, and, and India De Beaufort. Mm-hmm. She's like things. So it's really, it's really cool to see that. And, yeah, so thank you. And uh, we hope to one day talk to you. Is yeah. That, is that too much to ask? <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully not. All right. So that does it for this episode.
1: Mm, oh, we forgot to say, send us your feedback. Send at... us your feedback
0: at. Uh, one pot at a time on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Mm-hmm. And one pot at a time at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll respond really quickly on Twitter. Send us your reviews on Apple Podcasts. We want to read them. We're going to share them. And if you don't want it to be shared, you can put, like, please don't share this or something. Yeah. Um, but thank you for leaving reviews. Life. They the can be anonymous. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, so that does it.
2: Bye, sure it all So while you're here, enjoy the view. Keep on doing what you do. Hold on tight, we'll muddle through one day a time. So up on your feet somewhere that